And welcome back to the Off the Clock Show with hosts Sean Gervais from Orbis X and Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from the Pints of Polishing Podcast, as well as Hyper Clean Car Care Products. That's right. And uh, do we have any new product releases there, Marty, or anything coming up? Well, actually, yeah, glass cleaner is about to roll out. We haven't we haven't really done our spin on glass cleaner, and so glass uh. cleaner set to release new uh, new pint glass. Actually, there we go. All right, yeah. all right. New pint glass will be coming out. So we got pint glasses and glass cleaner. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Next on the list is our uh, spray coat. Excited uh, about that. Yeah, right on. So, so tell, well, tell me a little bit about it. Spray coat? Spray coat's yeah. our version of, you know, like you've washed the car and uh, you go through and you'll spray it down. You'll see instant hydro- hydrophobics and we put down the good protection on the vehicle. You nice. re-mist it, you know, with your power washer and boom, go dry your car. You slick mm-hmm. as your giant aid and goddamn. I mean, yeah, the combination, yeah. what I've done is ceramic snow, then spray coat, and then Fire. dry with slick. Dude, you're done. Like you got yeah. plenty of protection. You know, you want to talk about a ceramic coating maintenance? That's amazing, man. Yeah. And, uh, and what are we looking at for sizes? Oh, we'll do 16 in gallons. We're yeah. still trying to think back and forth through if we want to do half gallons or not. You know, some of the some specialty products we might do. So we're still weighing through that. Okay. But we did get uh, with glass cleaners going to be the release of a new label design that we have. So it's a matte Ooh, label look. Yeah. Little instructions oh, on the side. Yeah, it's looking good. Looking good. Yo, that's wicked, man. Okay, yeah. okay. And as far as I know, most of your stuff outside, inside, like shop versus mobile, they all function yeah. the same. Yeah, 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 see, so that's amazing. Because I remember like when we launched Auto World, we tried a lot of different products in the beginning, just trying to get our feet wet, see what was out there. And at the time, we were doing both um, indoor and outdoor services. And uh, what we had trouble with a lot was glass cleaners and things like that. Uh, that was a huge one, especially when, it, so when we do like a windshield replacement or a tint at a dealership, if we were doing it mobile, we'd show up there and tinting mobile is, is challenging. It's got its own challenges, you know, uh, wind, <laughs> that's a pain in the ass. But then, uh, you know, if you fuck something up and then you've got to like recut, um, most of my guys hand cut if they're doing mobile stuff, but it's, it's still a pain. The biggest thing was cleaning the windows. That was, uh, yeah, always. You know, yeah, there's a difference between cleaning a window just so you can see through it. You can get away with some imperfections. But when you're about to lay down some film on top of it, man, sometimes guys will be like, oh, you scratched my window. And it's like, no, 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 your window was already scratched. The film is just now showing you those imperfections that were already there, you know? So it's. Yeah, it's I mean, it's thing. also, I mean, windshields are the number one complaint that you ever get from a customer, really. Yeah. That's a number first, one first thing they, they see when they're leaving, right? So, yeah. yeah. You got to dial in glass and glass is usually hard to do. So Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of glass though. So recently I cleaned out my garage, got everything set up so I can start doing some like product videos in there and stuff. Oh, cool. And so I put a product on my Rover, product from you actually. Oh, yeah. Stole it from my shop. (laughs) I was in there the other day doing some inventory and I saw an extra bottle of glass coating. I was like, yoink. I took it home and put it on the windshield. Upsold uh, it to your own self, huh? Upsold it to myself, exactly. <laughs> well, I got a discount on it, which was good. So that was it. But uh, yeah, I, I got to say, honestly, ease of application, phenomenal. Uh, yeah, literally, nice. 
you could teach a teach a four year old to do it. Um, there's nothing to it really. Um, prep work, like of course, you know, you want to make sure your windows proper, you know. But uh, but man, the reason I bring it up is today just went to pick up the kids and it's raining here. First time it rained since I put it on. So I tested it afterwards by you know using the the windshield blaster, you know. But it's not the same, right? So driving in the rain though, man, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah what fun. normally you get above for us is like 25 30 miles an hour and then it just stays yeah. off the whole time it, exactly yeah no it was it was amazing but uh yeah really really cool product though yeah and thank you. I, I mean maybe i maybe i didn't use enough or whatever but you could do a lot of cars with that <laughs> oh yeah yeah it doesn't take much to coat a windshield yeah 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 i was looking at it and i was like holy shit like geez yeah. no wonder because I was wondering, like our guys at the shop, they they hadn't asked me for more yet. Yeah, easily like, ten plus cars, easily. Yeah, on a thirty mil, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Because no, I, I mean it's fifty mil. Sorry, sorry, fifty mil. Yeah, yeah, fifty. Yeah. And when I was done, I, I was looking at the bottle. I was like, I don't know, maybe I didn't use enough because there was almost nothing. And yeah. okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, plenty. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah, it's wicked, man. I gotta be honest. I think I want to do the windows of my house. I'm not even kidding. Uh, Just I did. Like, uh, you know, if you got a glass shower. It's perfect for glass showers. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Oh, when I did my, when I redid my shower a couple of years ago and we put in a, a glass shower, you betcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what I have to do. I have a lot of friends here that they build houses or they do mm -hmm. rentals, stuff like that. I should talk to them and say, Hey, listen, I can get this product in, you know, mm -hmm. quick upsell for them, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah and see. then all we do now for, you know, normal glass is always difficult. You see, if you, you go in, I mean, geez, mm -hmm. you go in an Airbnb, you, anybody's had glass in the Airbnb, you see all kinds of stuff. And usually you get that little squeegee oh, yeah. that they put next to it or, you know, even yeah. really nice homes, they struggle with glass showers. Listen, our yeah. glass shower is pristine. I mean, it we wiped, yeah. we wiped it on, put it on literally over a year ago. And we just use a, a drying towel now. Just try down the, wow. the glass. So we're amazing. in and out real quick. We don't have the squeegee. We don't have all like, Whoa. we just hit it yeah. real quick and we're out. Yeah, and you got to think durability wise, like compared to a, a vehicle. Yeah. If you made this product to like get hammered by the elements outside, mm -hmm. yeah. shower, we're talking lifetime here. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I mean, you uh, do have the abrasion of your towel, but that's true. But like, let's be honest here. Yeah. Over you know, a couple of years, you know, it could eventually, but, you know, I'm on true. a solidly over a year and we, we're great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, that's one important thing, actually. So, because how we sell our coatings at our shop, is a lot of people they try and focus they do it opposite of what we do and i think we have more success with it because of this um so and this will maybe be a little tip for today but uh, most people try and focus on the years as if that's a plus you know like you just try to sneak in a little pre-tip I, I, it's a little pre-tip it's it's been a while so just it's a pre-tip before the tip and then the full thing <laughs> so so my pre-tip tip is uh, basically uh, we don't focus on the years, but we focus on the number of recoats and visits because your vehicle goes through so much, you know? And so uh, we try and explain that to customers that like, don't focus on this, you know, well, how many years is it good for 10 years or five years or whatever? First off, you're thinking too far down the road. You might not even have the car. Second off, nothing can be really guaranteed because there's so many variables, like where you live, how you're going to drive your car, what you do to your car. So we just, we focus more on, listen, we're going to get you a less expensive option. Okay. But we're going to get you in more often. And it just becomes part of your maintenance, like changing the filter in your car or changing the filter in your furnace at your house, 
Like it's just something you have to do, but then it's always going to keep things, you know, running in tip top shape per se. Right. So, and if you're the guy that's doing the maintenance, you really want to be in and out. You want to clean the car as fast as possible. You want to get onto the next car. Maintenance is supposed to be about efficiency. It's supposed to be about optimizing while you're there. You'd rather in a neighborhood have multiple homes to go work on. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things of where you can make money in maintenance. I, I put on sealants for every one of my maintenance customers when they first signed up to become a maintenance customer. Like I always wanted the easiest possible way to clean the car. So I've recommended for years, people put on hyper clean Uno. I mean, if you got a maintenance customer, what? You don't have to beat them over the head. I get it. Charge them a little bit of money for the install as part of the initial cleaning, right? Most maintenance customers are going to have an initial cleaning, Add it into the initial cleaning. It's going to make your regular maintenance so much easier. So much easier. If you think about how much time you're going to save, it's almost so much time. Give it to them (laughs) if they sign up under a contract. I mean, I was, you know, I appreciate you saying that. I'd have been crucified if I tried to tell people to give it. Yeah. (laughs) Raked over the coals. (laughs) Oh, so my my pre tip tip, though, is this is how we sell it. Um, So we say, listen, a lot of people come in and they ask for a six year coding. So what we do is this, we give you a six year coding, three visits. And so then they're like, what does that mean? And so we say, well, we give you a two year coding, but you come in three times. That's what you do. So now you've got your six years, but you're coming in three times. And so then they just prepay and they basically have paid for their service today, as well as the two future visits. And then they come in. Now you just sold yourself a six year coding, but three visits, you're guaranteed to see that customer again, two more times. And Much they're better. still getting, yeah. yeah and it's a lot more believable too when you tell a customer that and they they can forecast and say like okay based on like what my car goes through a coating should last two years because like there is abrasion there's things that and happen. then you know what a question i bet you they'd ask themselves What's that? i don't know am i really going to keep it six years mm. probably not <laughs> you know what i mean and so that's that's a big thing right so like 10-year coding selling 10-year coatings is a uh, Seven years. I mean, come on. Yeah. Who keeps exactly. a car seven years? Nobody. Yeah, you'll be lucky if that Palisade lasts four. <laughs> All right, so any good posts? You see any good posts? Uh, so I, I have seen some good posts. Uh, so I, I actually saw one just as I was running downstairs for the podcast. And uh, it's a buddy of mine. He has a pizza shop. Oh, actually, he's got 13 of them, but uh, he's done quite well. And he posted this thing about um, it's a product for men. And it was uh, 13 in one. Uh, so it does, it says it does shampoo, conditioner, body wash, Gatorade, hair gel, <laughs> cleans your feet, like just everything, 13 to 1. And that's that's what most guys look for. But so the funny thing about it was, it's funny, obviously, but then the, the interesting part is that that very much does apply to business when you think about, you know, customer needs and wants and how they're each different and what they're looking for, right? So when you're selling a coding, for example, understanding the customer you're selling to is going to help so that you can alter your marketing for that specific demographic. So don't just run generic ads about, you know, Hey, coach your car. It's easy to maintain da, 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 da. target specific problems for that person. But uh, did you just tip it again? Did you just tip, tip again? Geez, man, I'm just yeah, tipping man. all over the place. Yeah, got all right. in a while. You, got, you just keep going but it back was... to the tip. <laughs> yeah. It's just the tips. Yeah. But it, uh, so it was, it was funny though, the 13 and one, but then uh, I, I saw another post that, wasn't so much funny, but it was more um, a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, there was someone that posted 
about uh, work-life balance and how important that is and uh, you know how you need to find a work-life balance so you don't get burnt out what's and, uh, that yeah what's burnout i have no fucking clue to me. fucking you remember when i went on to that there's a guy that started cool. that podcast and you know he's he's a good old boy you know it's great i love it he's a good guy uh yeah. but he had a podcast on burnout like it's weird who? what i don't i don't know how you get burnt out to be honest <laughs> isn't that what rest is for though like you go to sleep you wake up you know, like it's, I, I don't get it, man. I, I can understand losing passion. Yeah. Maybe after a while, you know, you're like, fuck, if I see one more toy, Toyota that I have to, you know, clay bar, I'm going to kill myself. You know, maybe losing passion. Maybe that's what people mean by burnout, but I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what burnout is, but this particular person, uh, well, there was, it's funny. There were two people that put out similar type thing back to back. I almost wonder if they're kind of, you know, following each other a little too closely and, or maybe they were having a discussion. They decided to make great content, but, uh, but yeah, this one was put out and it was, you know, you have to find a good work-life balance so that you don't get burnt out and you can do this forever. And the funny thing is, is the person that made this post hasn't even done it for one day, but anyway, that, that aside, that's no, a, veteran in the industry oh gotcha yeah those are fun when the talking heads want to tell everybody their views and they haven't actually done something professionally yeah they've just gotten paychecks over the years and you know it's it's interesting when you're a paycheck guy versus a well as i was told by a major microfiber manufacturer a couple years ago at seam i was told to get out of the gutter (laughs) interesting (laughs) interesting that uh, this guy who makes fibers would Tell me to get out of the gutter, right? Like, hmm, yeah, got it. I Just, thought the gutter was a great place to fucking scrap and get after it. Like, yeah, hmm, okay, 100%. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's it's funny though when people, you know, they, yeah, they're getting these like brand sponsorships, but then they, you know, well, let me tell you about you know running a detail business because this is what I've heard or read about in posts that other detailers, <laughs> but you haven't actually done shit, you know, like. A, We've been in the trenches. We've done this, you know? So when I say this is what we do at our shop or this is how I run a business or something, it's because I'm speaking from experience, but. Uh, hey, yeah, and it's funny. I mean, there's a lot, if, if people, this is Nick and I, we joke about this, right? Like people listen to podcasts, but they don't really hear. And yeah. if you hear some people in some podcasts, you, you can start to put around some timelines that apparently some guy who's now this trainer, didn't make it through the 2010 11 recession mm. right says that he he didn't make it well that's the first time it's come out over the past years it's this trainer was this amazing business trainer and he charges you thousands of dollars to come learn about business he closed yeah. his business because he didn't make it <laughs> and we got to praise the guy that now he's a trainer like yeah. He didn't make it in business, but we want to tr- we want to praise him for being a trainer who wears a bunch of logos and gets paid by brands, huh? Doesn't make sense. That's Doesn't make any sense. When you choose your mentors, you have to be careful. And there's tons of content out there, and there's people putting out real shit that have done things, and that's who you need to. So you have to be really discerning, I think, with who you're listening to, and it's it's always good to check out new podcasts and stuff like that for sure. But I think definitely proceed with some caution, especially when. You do you know. find it funny that you find the guys sometimes on this video and then they're over on another 
brands videos like yeah that's where it's really hilarious right like specifically there's some people that have been in the industry for a long time working as salesmen for brands which is great yeah i mean brands need salesmen it's, it's nothing about that we all need to sell so it's nothing about that but they they've been working at, at as a salesman mm-hmm. but then they want to come out now and say you know here's how you should detail because i did it way way back then you know yeah. or years ago i used to do this no motherfucker yeah. You're old. I yeah. get it. I'm old too. Yeah. But <laughs> but unless you've done it recently, how can you speak on recent events? Because the market's completely different now. That like, no business different. is business to some degree. Wiping on a product you can do back in the 60s. You did it in the 80s. Dude, in yeah. early 2000s. Anybody can wipe on a product. Anybody can actually clean a car. Yeah. But it's you're true. right. The ironic part is when people then start talking about business. Yeah, And you go, hold on. If you want to be a trainer, train. You want to talk about a process, talk about process. You want to talk about some other brand's product, talk about some other brand's product. Yeah. But dude, you you couldn't stay (laughs) in business. Now you want to tell people about how to run a business? Come on, man. It's really misleading. And unfortunately, a lot of people, because they've heard that this person's a guru of some kind, they'll look up to their, that person and they just take everything they say and they're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like the, the advice at the end of it was basically um, you should try and structure your business like a typical nine to five so that you have your whole evenings off with your family. So you don't he probably out. was one of those guys that worked for a brand for many, many years, right? He yeah. was taking a paycheck nine to five, which is and why he's telling out and going yeah, home. He's <laughs> want to tell details. You guys should have a good life and you should clock out at five. Like I did for so many decades. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where the, this work-life balance thing, it's a myth. If you ask me, it doesn't exist because when you're in business, depending on how hands-on you are, like if you've hired managers and stuff like that, and you've grown your business to a certain size or capacity where it's scaled in ways that you could maybe step back a lot. Like I've stepped back from my business in terms of the, like, I'm not washing the actual cars right now, but I'm still very much overseeing my team. That is. You're still in business. Yes, oh, definitely. Exactly. Doesn't mean that you're scrubbing yeah. tires. It just means that you have a business that's operating. Whereas yeah. the other trainers that we're talking about, they failed a business and now they want to tell others that they should be paid to teach to you how to fail right. a business because yeah, exactly. they failed. They failed. <laughs> they couldn't operate a detailing yeah. business. They failed. It's true. Exactly. And that's where the work life balance for me is not something you should focus on. You should focus on making sure that you're still having fun and you're still doing things that are profitable for your business and taking care of your family and still make sure that you carve out time for everything. Like I carve out time for my family, but I also make sure to carve out time for my business. And sometimes that means that there might be an issue I have to deal with at 8 p.m. or 11 p.m. And guess what? I deal with it. And then it's fixed and the problem is, goes away and I, I move on, it's now done. But if I was to say, ah, you know, I'll put that off till tomorrow or something like like we have a thing where I have guys that are answering live chat, the phone and everything like that during regular business hours. But then I'll step in after hours to help out because I can't legally get them to work 24 hours a day, but I can step in and substitute that. So I step in and I handle those after hour chats and things like that. And it just keeps the business running smoothly. And then, uh, you know, if I take time off, those deals don't close, they go looking elsewhere. So for me, 
I want to make sure that our business hits new targets. So that's what I have to do. That's my balance is that I just do what needs to be done at any given moment, whether it's spending time with my family. I can still answer an email here and there or a live chat while I'm with my family and it not be rude, in my opinion, you know, because I want to reach certain levels in business. And that's what separates, you know, true businessmen and women from these guys that, you know, had a business that, you know, tanked. And then now they're like, oh, let me let me teach if, you about this. If anybody's curious, just go back to Corona. Such said uh, <laughs> some of these people were literally telling you to close your doors, go take a hike. <laughs> but they are entrepreneur business trainers. Brilliant. And they told you to close your doors and go take a hike. Jeez. Those are the literal words. That's close insane. your doors, guys. Just go take a hike and enjoy it. Man. What? Hell no. We were preaching... Go after it. Be on the front lines. If make yourself, if people don't think that they should, you make yourself. What was that term that everybody always wanted to say during Corona? Right. There was people could stay open if they were essential. (laughs) And that's what we did. And that will, but that's not what he did. He goes, shut the door. Don't make yourself essential. Go take a hike, you know, go enjoy it. Yeah. We're out here. Go enjoy life. No, no, we were going make yourself essential if people don't think you're essential go get business grow this isn't a time to shrink back 100%. time to push it's forward to grow, grow. To grow. Yeah. yeah maybe that's why you went out of business taking too many hikes exactly and those same people go and complain but you can't complain about the results you're not getting from the work you didn't do mm. period you know all right so, so for me my post yeah. was not quite as serious <laughs> yeah, i did have a funny one with the 13 and one <laughs> all right what, what happened with yours Mine, uh, yeah. What well, is it? Is I kind of went both ways. I went with the funny and the serious. The funny one was, and this was actually today, was on the Auto Geek 101, Auto Geek, whatever okay. group. And there yeah. was some dude, listen, we've seen it all now. It's all now. Spin brush <laughs> has reached a whole new level, and they're now spin brushing the hood while you're washing it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay, let's yeah. do it. Okay, go, yeah. let's spin brush it. Go for it. Spin brush the hood. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one on the serious yeah. note, but I was still trying to be funny with it. I, st- I don't really want to be serious on it. Is Listen, I, I think the posts are getting really interesting, whether it's, you know, moving mm-hmm. into some more difficult times for many people as we're hearing more and more saying, hey, it's slower out there. Hey, it's slower out there. I think the posts are getting more aggressive. People are becoming more that. opinionated and they want to tell you something. Yeah. Cool. I, I that too. So what happens then? God damn. This is one of those, you know, you see that meme where it's like, just pick up your popcorn and start eating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, it's it. fucking hilarious, man. Like, you know, some people that own a brand and they want to be very opinionated on their Facebook, which is cool. Yeah. Everybody does what, you know, whatever. Right. For whatever. Sure. Doesn't matter to me what somebody wants to put on their own personal yeah. Facebook. It's all good. The amount of them people that want to tell him when he put his own view out of what he can and can't say. And then you watch some of the things where he goes, all right, motherfucker. And he has enough. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, you just got a bunch of fanboys, right? I mean, this whole interaction is just hilarious between Mm -hmm. us. A brand owner and then people that maybe it's throughout the industry. Maybe it's, you know, right. I mean, yeah. And then to just watch as some people have the nerve to tell him 
on his own post what he can and can't post. what he can and cannot and their opinions which is all good man i, I don't care like that's what it's for right that's what that's yeah. what posts are for is to create those kind of dialogues right but it's just the audacity still it's still yeah. audacious enough to think that people do this and it's all good that they do because i don't care i don't have a dog in the fight right i can go for it it's humor to me yeah <laughs> and then the humor of the fight back and this yeah. is a brand owner fighting on social and it's like wow crazy. like <laughs> this is just getting like I fucking need butter on this popcorn now. Like, yeah, yeah. We're going to be here all night. We're going to be here for a little bit. I'm a slow reader. So, you know, it Jesus. was a good hour of entertainment for me. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Ooh. There's a lot of people starting to really voice whether, like I said, we don't know, but, you know, mm -hmm. some of it is has to be as times get a little bit tougher. You know, that boiling point reaches just a, it's, there's not, just not as much room. And they, people will just start putting out the most, why would oh all good you do you yeah. i'm gonna enjoy the entertainment i'm, I'm gonna just watch from it i'm just gonna watch i'm just gonna watch that's crazy but yeah. i have noticed that too though a lot more hostility i find uh big time and yeah, people like telling I, other I, people like even on other posts like how dare these other people say that like yeah i i know i've even seen some people they're like if, if you're ever in such and such city you know, you better hope we don't run into each other. And I'm like, yo, it's like this escalated. We're so fucking clean cars, man. Like, <laughs> God damn it. I was told yeah. to get out of the gutter by a guy that sells microfibers. Like, yeah, I didn't pick a fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's funny. You know, I find that, uh, and it's not in just this industry, because a lot of times since we're in an industry, it's easy to feel like all the problems we encounter are unique to, you know, the car care industry and and most times they're not they're common but uh i do find that my experience in this industry thus far there's a lot of people that do feel they know best or they're better than somebody else because they're doing this or doing this this way or something like that and that leads to a lot of like fighting back and forth and i, I think a lot of it's just misinformation and misexperience and what i mean by that is some people that did something some way and they think it worked for them. They think they're a success because, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, my shop's doing, you know, that $10,000 a week. And they think they're, they're great. But maybe if they were to actually listen to some of the people that were giving some feedback instead of just attacking them, they would realize like, oh, shit, maybe if I tweak my business a bit to do that, then they start making $20,000 a week. And then they realize the 10K a week wasn't shit before. But they feel like it's a lot because they feel like they don't have another benchmark because their business hasn't done something else, you know? So me, I always see shit as a learning opportunity. When I hear other people talk, whether they do know what they're talking about or don't, I just, I listen and maybe I'll get a golden nugget from it. But, uh, but and I a lot of times cool. lately I've just listened and gone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, I can't tell you how many times I've been told I shouldn't have done this with my shop or shouldn't have done that or, you know, like, oh, why with your software, this and that. And I've been told all kinds of things. Like I had one guy even tell me, like, why are you giving it away for 12 months, man? This is the stupidest business decision ever. I said, what do you care? What do you care? <laughs> it's not your 12 months yeah, to give away. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck do you care? You know? And then he was like, well, why would you do that? And I was like, because I can. I'm yeah. independently wealthy and I don't need the fucking money, period. It shut him up right there, but it's like, 
why did he care so much? You know what I mean? Like, like me giving it away was impacting him. And then, but anyway, come to find out he was actually buddies with one of the other, uh, not software companies, more glorified Excel sheets, because that's what most of them are. But <laughs> he was, he was chummy with one of them. And so I think there was kind of hostility there because he felt like my presence was attacking their software. Uh, but, you know, I guess just existing sometimes is enough to piss off people in this industry. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I do, I do find the posts are taking a turn, that's for sure. And I think uh, a lot of these people, if they are experiencing tough times, instead of venting about it this way, I would just funnel all my energy into getting new business, adding new services to my business, and just put blinders on almost, you know, and just focus, focus. That's the... <laughs> That's the 2023. That's what everybody needs to do. Focus, just focus. Because <laughs> like wherever you put your energy, like the, the grass is always greener where you're fertilized. Right. And so if, if that's what no doubt about that, I talked about that yesterday on one of our episodes and I, I call it, you know, in a sense, what you're saying is fertilizing. I, it was a principle mm-hmm. that I learned as a kid called sowing and reaping. Right. You know, it's a biblical term, also a farmer term, you know, same thing, yeah, right? Fertilizing and, and yeah. growing. You know, the more you can sow into something, well, the greater the return should be. So, 100%. and as long as you're consistent, it's such a simple, right? Like it's it so simple, but it's so hard to understand, right? Like you, people, yeah. like listeners, like, well, duh. And then I would yeah. go, yeah, but, and they go, doing oh. it? And it's like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, it's that aha moment, you know, it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's true, that's true. Because <laughs> yeah, like, if I did like, believe what I was doing was going to pay out dividends more tomorrow and more next month and even more in a mm-hmm. year and even more in ten years, how much would I invest time, energy, and effort into it? Yeah. It's true. That's where you pump yourself into it, and that's. Uh, that's exactly what I did uh, with like how I've structured everything with Orbis X, for example, like dealing with customers is that I tried to remove a lot of the barriers to bring people in and, you know, created massive amounts of videos on answering how to do this and that and all kinds of stuff. And then created brand ambassadors that just believed in the project so they could help others out. As you've seen in the group, like uh, it's a very active community where people help each other out. Hey, and community. Reason- yeah, community. Hey, and the reason for that is because it's better that I spend my time growing the business with development in other ways and, you know, have those kind of mundane tasks handled that way. Same thing we do at our shop as well. Like uh, to have to explain, uh, put it this way. This is another thing I want to talk about today too, is that uh, differences in products. Um, so a lot of times we get questions, you know, like, oh, well, uh, I saw this, you know, ceramic coating on the market, or I heard this about this one or something. We don't really entertain those discussions in that same way. There's no point in trying to say like, oh, well, you know, that one actually includes this or it includes that, or it does this different or whatever. You're wasting so much time explaining that to the customer that you're now slowing down your overall detail process. Cause the detail process isn't how long it took you to clean the car. It's not how long it took you to ceramic coat the car. It's, how long you spent with the customer from start to finish until you collect payment, you give them back the keys and you say, see you next time. That's the entire duration of the appointment. So we try and focus on what we're doing. So if someone brings up another brand or another product or something, we say, 
listen, you know what? I'm sure you've heard great things about tons of products. Let me tell you about what we've got right here and what it's going to do for you. We just switch right back into that. So it's just, once again, focus. But I find a lot of people, they, they get so hung up on these brands and wanting to defend their brand versus another that they'll literally spend 20 minutes with a customer degrading all these other brands in hopes that it's going to make them see the benefits in the one that they've chosen. But instead, if you just say, listen, I'm sure you heard great things about all of those ones, okay? Not here to talk about that. Let me tell you what this can do for you. This ceramic snow right here, this is the game changer, you know? So you just jump in with something like that. Uh, so that's, I guess, another tip. I'm just- That's why I was, I was letting you roll, but I was on the edge like, God damn. <laughs> I mean, dude, I get it. It's been a couple of weeks. You, <laughs> I saw it on your face. You're like, here he goes again. <laughs> Just a tip again. Jesus. All right. So do you want to actually do it? Just a tip or did you already oh, no, do all your tips tip. and you're tipped sure. out? No, I, I got, I got tip for days. <laughs> all right. So my tip today is about two mints. Do you know this? All right. So they did a study and you're like, what the fuck I've never done that? a tip for two minutes. Huh? <laughs> no, two mints. M I N T S. Mints, like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done after 30 seconds. 20 if she helps. But uh, no. <laughs> so hey, it's just a tip, man. It's just a tip. Just a tip. So my just two a minutes tip. for just a tip. God, geez. <laughs> of course. What the hell? <laughs> it's terrible. But uh, so two mints, like you know the mints that you eat, uh, make your breath all fresh. So we did a study, and uh, I think it was Stanford. Can't remember exactly, but. Anyway, there was a study done on restaurants and how much percentage tip customers were leaving at the end of their experience and how that could be improved for restaurants. And so what they did is they took the mints at the end of the, the meal, you know, you give the bill and they would put down the bill and they would put one mint and they would pass it to whoever was supposed to pay the bill. They found that they, those people were leaving around like six to 8% as a tip. Um, but then they did the same thing again. Um, and they, this time they left two mints. And what they noticed was that tips went up 14% between leaving one mint and two mints. Now that sounds great. Okay. But once again, as I mentioned before, is that if you don't try other things, you might not know that there's a percentage even higher than that 14%. So you might get the 14% increase and be like, oh shit, that's terrific. I'm going to do two mints every time, but maybe there's something else you could still improve on and get even better. And so what they did is they tried another strategy still with two mints, but what they did is this, they put down one mint and they put the bill down. Then they turned around, started to walk away. They turned back and they said, you know what? You guys were really nice people. Here's an extra mint. They put an extra mint down. The tips jumped up to 28%. Crazy. The same two mints is the same two mints, but just in the approach that was taken. So you can do the same kind of thing in your business as well. And so think of things that you could do that are your two mints and find a way to something that you were going to give anyways, because it's going to positively impact that customer experience, but find a way to deliver it in a better way. And so that's, that's my, just a tip today. Just a tip. See? <laughs> Ooh, it felt good. <laughs> good for you. Good for me. Yes, there we go. How about you, Marty? What's your tip? Uh, so my tip is going to be stop copycatting people in the industry mm. and start 
copycatting people outside of the industry. Mm. Okay. So there's a a post that I've seen regularly put out there. You guys, once I say it, you, you, you will all go, yep, I've seen it. I've seen it. And it's that post where people list out, right. And they're trying to, (laughs) trying to explain why they've got to charge X amount of dollars for their, their service. And they list out, well, I've got a carpet cleaner. Well, I've got products and I've got a trailer. Yeah. Damn it, man. Did, last time you went to the dentist, did they list out all their equipment? I've got the last time you went and got your oil changed, did they list out every fucking thing? No. No, they don't do that. Right? Yeah, not at all. I, I get it. People in this industry seem to like to tell you why they should beat you over the head while yeah. they're trying to beat you over the head, but that's not the best way business works. So let's copycat some other people and maybe follow some other service-based industries like pest control. Yeah. I've talked about it before with you, right? Like yeah. uh, pest control services, there's no way they could go through and list out in an advertisement on their social media, all the different costs that they have involved and why they should charge you. That's absolutely. Yeah. Just it, saying it, right? Like, yeah, it's just stupid. It's true. Stop. That's your tip. <laughs> copycat pest control, yeah. copycat yeah. somebody else outside of our industry. But all the people that are copycatting inside the industry need to just chill. Like, yeah, it's a matter about how much you're invested. It's not why you it's charge true. people, right? Yeah. Other well, services and in other industries are going to market a better way than we do. Oh, and I have never 100%. seen a pest control, a landscaper that talks about his, you know, his lawnmower. Like, come well, on. I've got a, a zero turn tractor yeah. and this and that. So I got to charge you more because it's easier for me to use. Yeah. Like, come on, let's stop. Let's stop. Exactly. Exactly. Like, well, do when they sell cars. They don't do that. They don't say, uh, they'll highlight a couple features of the car and what it does, or they show a commercial with, you know, like, look at all the storage. But that is a broken. tangible item. That's so true. they do have to list some stuff. We're selling some a service. Spec. Yeah, true. Your service isn't dependent upon yeah. what you spent money on. Yeah, it's true. What you're selling service really is dependent is on the quality the that you put out. Like, yeah, you're, you're some people the care about the convenience. You're selling the I give a fuck what result. kind of sprayer my pest controller uses. I just care that the pests aren't there. Mm. It's true. It's true. Well, listen, when it comes to engine cleaning, for example, sometimes we use a steamer. Sometimes we don't. So us highlighting the steamer to the customer or this and that only helps if it's a certain situation, like they're concerned about, you know, the something getting damaged or something like that. But then they don't give a shit about the equipment we're using. They really don't. And if they, they, well, come, they don't care that if you charge 400 bucks that yeah. you're going to put, they would actually kind of be like, huh? Why did you list your steamer? The a product that you purchased, why are you yeah. listing it as why you got to charge me more for your service? Like, it's true. Well, you know what? A great example, actually. I was talking to a guy this morning. He read my ebook and he was looking for ways to take our process, how we do it in our shop and convert it to mobile. He's trying to speed up his details. And he, he started listing out all the shit that he's doing. And right away, I was like, Jesus, man, like, 
what a long list of what you've got going on. And I was like, please tell me you're not sharing this with the customer. Like we do this, 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 this fucking like 25 page long thing. And I was like, the customer doesn't care about each of the steps. They just want the result. So he said, well, you know, I really like the foam cannon. And I said, to be honest with you, that's the first thing I would fucking rip off that list. <laughs> like your mobile, who gives a shit? You know, I, I said, do it for your like Facebook videos, your ads, yeah. whatever. But that's the first thing I would rip out of there 100%. And he started raking me over the coals about it. He's like, why, why would I rip that out? And I was like, bro, you asked me for how to speed it up. Like you can't ignore certain things. Like I'm not going to tell you to take out the vacuuming. You know what I mean? You're going to need to vacuum at some point, but there's, there's things you can cut out. And that's one of the ones that I would consider more the just for looks kind of thing yeah so put that out. hey so you know there's a guy that made a post we actually we forgot to talk about it earlier there's a guy that made a post inside of the wordpress x group to actually listen to our episodes he he put he put uh, uh, some advertisement on the side of his his vehicle he did a, yeah. a scan qr code right like it. that's yeah, cool man. that's cool now awesome let's do post 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 uh <laughs> tip, like just a tip <laughs> post right yeah i <laughs> got really confusing okay one suggestion though like do you want to tell people to scan this for a free detail because those people that are looking for a free detail mm. That's Groupon. That's that group that you're going to get nasty vehicles. Yeah. That's people shopping for a deal, which I get it. Deal shoppers, I get it. Like, but is that customer really, because we're doing this to get them in a funnel. A funnel yeah. is really so that they stay as a customer. It's mm -hmm. not so they just scan and leave. And that you, you know, like you're going to really work yourself too hard. You know, you're really mm -hmm. trying to get a full, you know, full sale. Right. So yeah, I yeah. would think there would be something else. I love the idea. I love that he started, right? So we got 100%. somebody that started. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Like QR code on their vehicle, scan this. I love the idea, but scan for a free detail. I'd be interested to know. I, I did like, maybe he'll prove yeah. me wrong. And I hope he does. Yeah. I'd like to know his analytics, you know, what type of be, people. Yeah, I think there'd be two ways to do it. One would be something we've done, excuse me, where it was win this detail. So we did something like that where they could win that detail and then we hit them up after they didn't win those that didn't win. And we'd be like, Oh, you know, sorry, you didn't win, but we can give you, you know, 10% off or something like that. Right. Um, or usually we would just throw in something as a bonus. Or you said like win this TV, coding. right? Maybe it'd be yeah, better to give them do stuff like that too. win this TV. And then, but somebody that can afford a detail has already yeah. got a TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I don't know. But like that's, that's really what you got to figure out is, that customer that you want, that's got money, they've got kids, they've got a car. You yeah. want to find that you want a picture, right? Make a wanted poster of that person, but then figure out what you could ride that would get them to take that video. Like, that's the trick, right? What True. would get them to pull out their phone? And, and that quality of a person isn't going to pull it out, in my opinion, for a free something, right? True, yeah. That guy doesn't want free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. He it, wants it, a peace of mind or he wants, you know, he wants something easier for his kids. He wants his car to stay clean for his wife. Like that guy's not looking for free. That guy's looking for 
simplicity or the soccer mom's not really looking for free detail. She's looking for every week. My car stays clean. Like, yeah, something like that. You know, I don't know. That's always, yeah, which we talked of, about it what a month ago or so. Yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to figure out what to write right there, but got to get something yeah. that would get other than free detail. I just think that's the wrong approach. I think doing something maybe like a win a date night detail or something like make some date night package where it's like a quick in and out, but then you can upsell them too, but then they get it clean before date night. And the great thing there is you could potentially get two customers because whoever they're going on the date with likely has a vehicle also. (laughs) So there's, there's a potential there. I think, you know, win a date night detail and a dozen roses or something like that, you know, it could be, you know, Boom. There it is. Just a tip. I, I think we went a little further than the tip. <laughs> that's like, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. That's like, <laughs> but yeah, that's date night detail. There we go. Yeah. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Yeah. <laughs> For those that made it to the end of this, I think that was a good tip, that one there. <laughs> oh, man. So this was an episode full of 12 tips. So I might... Uh, That'll be the title of the episode, 12 tips. We'll have to do something for Christmas, you know, like the 12 days of Christmas or whatever it is. We'll do like a, you know, <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, so a great episode, Marty. This, this was good though. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll join each other again next week. We'll go over some more tips. I'll, I'll restrict it to just one or two next time. That's, <laughs> that's the problem with off the clock. There's no script. You just got to fucking wing it. <laughs> but uh awesome well man thanks again for your time um looking forward to getting uh my new shipment that i'm ordering from you which is awesome uh i hey wait hold on a second the glass cleaner it's out yet or no no it's not okay. out yet Could can I get it get snuck into your box yeah possibly maybe. okay well we'll see if you know maybe there's some some contraband in there we gotta <laughs> we gotta we gotta you know you you yeah. got to slide some cash to the to the guy at customs, though, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, man, we're just sneaking this yeah. one through. Come on, we're just gonna yeah, just some just glass cleaner, man. Just yeah. let it slide through. Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we'll see what we can do, man. We'll talk. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. I'll see you next week. Okay. All right. Later, man. <laughs>